All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? Playoff edition. Playoff edition, episode 164. Uh, we're going to recap the quarterfinals. Uh, well, the first game of the night wasn't very interesting. Uh, 119 to 88, the Bullets take it uh, over the agents. That was a season high. I don't think that was a franchise high. I think they scored more than 119 points before. They've had yes. some crazy games yeah. before. Yeah. Um, one nineteen to eighty eight over the agents. Uh, the I'm agents scored a playoff game. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the most they scored a playoff game. The agents came in with a slight bit of momentum, winning their last, their final game of the season. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> but coming into this game, I thought that they would play uh, a little better. I thought that I thought that it, you know they would probably lose by like ten or fifteen points. I did not see forty points. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Um, crazy stat here. So the Bullets starting four, let's just say the starting four, had 104 of the 119 points. Just between Johnny, Sweat, Reed, and Larry. 104 points from those four players. Absolutely incredible. Um, and then everyone else combined for 15. And if you look at the stats for uh, the agents, you're like, well, I mean, you know, Hans Sierra, he had 27 points, six rebounds, seven assists. Uh, Jay Walk had 24 and 10. Uh, Angelo had 25 and seven. Then you had LeBron, he had a double double, 12 and 10. What happened? They couldn't get any stops. Yeah. Uh, they could not get any stops. And that was it. Them, them four, that was it. Yeah. Nobody else scored. Literally, nobody else scored. I mean, it's just. I don't know what happened with them because the last, what, three weeks, they only had five players show up. Show up every week, yeah. Sometimes four. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bittersweet end to them. Um, they, they got the win that they needed to get the week before, showed life, played well, did all, all they need to do, and then, uh, but it, it just flamed out in this one. I think yeah. it actually started well, though. It was actually a close game. Yeah. Um, the Bullets didn't break away from them until. Late second, early third, if I uh, remember. Late so, second. Was late they second. were up 19 at halftime. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it actually was a pretty competitive game through two and a half, or, or a quarter and a half. That's, yeah, probably about two and a half. You're right. Yeah. And then it just kind of, you know, it got away from them. And you know how it is. You know, when uh, stuff starts going your way, it's a little bit harder to play defense. And when the shot, and then you go back at that on the other end, shots stop falling. And then it makes it even harder to play defense. Mm. And it just kind of steamrolled from there. Uh, so, uh, but shout out to them. You know, pretty good season. Considering a lot of their flaws, I still feel like a lot of those guys, especially these newcomers. Uh, Hunter's not a newcomer, but definitely he's he's on the award ballot to win an award. Uh, at one point, he looked like he was the favorite. Um, Angelo's also on the awards ballot. Uh, yeah, Hans Urs, he's for a most improved. Most improved, right. Yeah. Uh, LeBron, um, he actually got better as the season went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think going into next season, all those guys, especially down on a different team, they'll be ready. Yeah. They, they, they definitely can help uh, another team. Put around. a sprinkle of them around, they'll yeah. be, yeah, they'll yeah. fit in. They'll, they'll fit in just fine. So going forward, I expect those guys to be pretty good going forward. Um, but. Getting back to the winners, hey, it was a free-for-all. And, look, 
more than anything, the Bullets needed this game. They came in losing four out of their last five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they badly needed that get-off game. Mm-hmm. So for them, it was kind of huge that um, squad one beat Team Chosen. Team Chosen, because that matched them up good. That matched them up with um, the agents to kind of get that, that get-well game. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a playoff game. It was a get well again, him because they may have struggled playing against you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, their so, confidence wasn't all the way back, right? And so, them playing the agents, getting that get off game. Now they going to next week against the boot game and probably be a little bit more prepared to go out there and do what they need to do. Yeah, and I said that I said they they're probably going to be squad one fans because. They would rather play the agents than play us because for their confidence sake. Because they know they can, they know they're a good matchup with the agents. The agents are vastly oversized, uh, undersized against you know the likes of Sweat, Breed, hell, Iso Johnny's uh, probably the best rebounding guard in the league. Yeah. So you got to deal with him as well. So they're just you know that was the matchup they wanted. Now uh, the other semifinal game, Team Chosen uh, versus Pay Per View. Team Chosen uh, was able to. Well, Team Chosen dropped their final game of the season against uh, Squad One, who finished undefeated. Uh, so they came into this game with a little bit. They were a little, you know, I think they were a little discouraged because them losing a game like that, where uh, Squad One didn't have their full team, and they still and they had the they were they had the game in hand and, and squandered the game away. Uh, coming into a, a team like us, who had been struggling, uh, but have matched up okay against them. Right. You know, we lost by two the first game. Uh, lost by 14 the next game. Uh, so it kind of, kind of, and, and when you look at the game, it kind of met in the middle. The middle was, what would be the middle of that? Seven points. Seven points so yeah. there you go. And it was an eight point game. Um, I think, uh, you know, the score really didn't indicate how, how the game went, though. I thought uh, Team Chosen was in control of the second half. The first half was pretty close. Yeah. But the second half, they were pretty much in control. And uh, they just rolled the back of Darius, and Darius just willed them to a win. Uh, Squeak recognized that Darius had the hot hand and uh, basically facilitated the offense in his direction. Yeah. So that helped them. He was calling out the Defensive Player of the Year nominee and, uh, and Jeff a lot of times with one-on-one matchup against him. Yeah. So uh, that's how confident they were in Darius at that point. Also, like, it, I mean, you play every game for something. And the, what we had were the two defensive player of the years matched up against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Randy and um, Jeff. And this could that could have been a deciding factor in who was going to be the player, uh, defensive player of the year. So I'm not sure... We're doing the voting, yeah. and we you have an idea who's going to win it, but that that game could have been the deciding factor because uh, I mean, Randy pretty dominant on defense end, and Jeff had his moments yeah. on defense end, but Randy probably had a better defensive game than uh, Jeff did in that game. But with all that being said, shout out to you guys. I gave you guys a hard time all season, but considering for good reason. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but considering your circumstances, y'all had guys go down week one, like go down with serious injuries week one. And, we had guys not show up for no reason. Um, and considering all that, you guys fought through that and won two games uh, and was in a playoff game. Uh, 
They, whatever you say, Team Chosen kind of had the game in control, but they all broke away from you guys. They never got to a 20, 25 point lead uh, on you guys or anything, but they just broke away like uh, the Bullets did against the Aiden. So shout out to you guys for having, just having that fight. But I mean, even if you guys will bring this team back or not, uh, you definitely got to do some, some workings with chemistry. Turnovers in that game killed y'all. Uh, I saw they were doubling and tripling miles. Think about that, they just played you guys recently and did the same thing and you guys didn't have an answer then and still didn't look like you guys had an answer. Nothing before. changed, Sean. We did the same thing as last game. Right, which people call insanity. Right. When you do the same thing over and over again, think you're going to get a, a different result. So, <laughs> uh, so I mean, it, it was some things like, you know, uh, that y'all probably could have did differently. Hopefully, if y'all would play them a third time, y'all won't get a third time to play them. But just maybe add some cutters instead of guys standing around. Uh Probably not stopping the ball as much. Probably playing a little bit faster. A lot of those things like that probably could help you guys out a little bit. But all I hear say now, you know what I'm saying? Game yeah, you know, Sean, that almost sounds like a game plan. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> all right, man. Let's move on to the next uh, topic. Yeah. All right, time for our player of the week. We're going to recap week eight and the quarterfinals. Uh, Jalen Batik. Got the Week 8 award uh, for Player of the Week. Finished the game with 28-3. and three. Shot 7 for 16 from the field, uh, 4 of 11 from the three-point line. Uh, led the team in PPR, I believe. Uh, had some big buckets uh, late in the stretch. Yeah. Uh, Sean, why do you think he was deserving? You saw the game. I wasn't there. You saw the game. Why was he deserving of that uh, nomination? I mean, he was the catalyst. It was him and Danny that were up for the nomination. Yeah. He was the catalyst for the comeback, though. Um uh, he can him and him and baby goat Jalen mm. walked in a little late, um, midway through the second quarter. They've done that before. Yeah, and the game was close. Uh, and they actually when they came in, they actually got down even more. That's how well Team Charles was playing. And I think they were down eight, and he pretty much took over the, the whole fourth quarter. He hit the shot to put him down two. Then made a few more plays and hit some big free throws down the stretch. He was the catalyst for everything that happened in that fourth quarter when they came back. So he's definitely deserving of the uh, Player of the Week award because, uh, and we've seen this from him before, but he doesn't always get the credit a lot of times because he's always played on teams that like, um, you know, well, they have other guys on the team that we kind of look more as the kind of score, the lead guy, lead guard, and especially on this team, right, when they have our four or five scores that we could look at and the MVP uh, yeah. guys. Jalen could legit be a 30-point scorer, night guy. Yeah. Like, if he played in some of these leagues <laughs> yeah. around the, the, the United States, he could average 40. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, and that's the thing about it. He can do that, and he's so unselfish. So unselfish. That he just comes in and does, does his do. Um, yeah. So, shout out to him. Uh, this amazing game, kind of, and he capped off the undefeated season for him. So he's definitely deserving of the Week Eight Player of the Week award. All right, now uh, the quarterfinals. I went with the duos yeah. uh, this past week. I do this occasionally when um, when there's so many deserving guys. I just put it as a duo. Right. Um, so it was between uh, Sweat, Reed, Iso Johnny, Larry. And then Darius, and who was the other one for them? It was oh, was it uh, Darius and um, was it Jalen? It was Jalen, yeah. Jalen Stevens. I knew it was yeah. one of the Stevens brothers. Yeah. Um, and uh, Iso and uh, and Larry got the yeah. got the nomination. Yeah. Now, 
it was close. Yeah, it was real close. Because I looked at Sweat's numbers, Sweat and Reed's numbers. They actually had a higher PPR than them. Uh, I think Reed led the the whole league in PPR this past week. Uh, he's no stranger to that. He's a PPR prince around here. Um, but I think it was the assist. I think the assist was is what did it because both teams, I mean, both duos averaged, well, they combined for 50, over 50. They both uh, had double-doubles as far as, like, plus 15 rebounds. But when it came to the assist, I think what well, they have four, and then Larry and uh, and Johnny had fourteen, so I think it came down to that. Uh, and they still shot the ball well; they shot over fifty two percent from the field. So that was enough. They basically combined for a triple double, right? All right. And nobody else did. So uh, that that gave them the nod uh, to win the the duo of the week. Uh, shout out to them. I saw Johnny's one uh, player of the week quite a few times. I don't remember the last time Larry did. It might have been that game where he had like almost 50, yeah. 20, 25 free throws, yeah. 25 or 28. Yeah. It might have been that week uh, was the last time Larry won uh, Player of the Week. But uh, shout out to those guys. Yeah, it's like 2019. Yeah. Pre-pandemic. I don't want to hear Larry say anything about any officiating. <laughs> He's forever indebted after that 25 free throw game. 25 of 28, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, you would think he wouldn't say anything about uh, officiating. But obviously, like, you know, basketball is very – very, very unpredictable sport, so. Yes. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. All right. Time for our predictions. Semifinals. We got the Bullets versus Boot Gang. Yep. We got Squad 1 versus Team Chosen. Here I am. I'm sounding like a... Uh, uh, what's the what's the dude on eight mile? We got Papa Doc, <laughs> and we got P Rap. Future, yeah, future, future. There you go. So um, now we don't have to worry about power records. Now we're just strictly doing predictions. I have not set uh, our predictions on the page yet, but we're going to talk about it uh, here on the podcast live. So, Sean, how do you see it? The first game. What, what's the? Uh, is it eight and nine o'clock? Yeah. So the eight o'clock game was that team chosen squad one. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with that one. Team chosen squad one. Who you got? What's your score and why? All right. This is not as easy as I thought. Um, because I think, well, here's the thing. The X factor is Squeak. Mm-hmm. Not only is Squeak the player, more so Squeak the coach. Is he? Does he start? I think he still he'll keep the same game plan where he probably comes up in, so he wants to get a look at him first. Yeah. From the bench. And uh They gotta keep it close. Yes. And I think after what he saw last game, <clears throat> and like I said, they only they, they were up a good portion of the second half. I think Squeak's gonna come in with a good game plan to kind of slow those guys down and keep it close. I don't expect it to be a ninety Oh, 100 mm, it's going to be low scoring, kind of like last time. Yeah, it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be in the 70s, high 60s. And I think Team Chosen can do enough to pull off the upset. But, but considering that MH, Marcus Hall is going to be there. Jalen. Jalen has just a lot of firepower to deal with. Might be too much. And They I, didn't have... Marcus and who last time? It was just really Marcus. Okay. And so, and uh, Anthony. And Anthony. So, they're best shooters. Yeah. And so, you you bring them into the mix. I do feel like it'll be a a, a, a tough call. I think it's going to be a close game, though. Um, 
I keep saying this about squad one, so maybe I shouldn't say this, but you keep playing with fire, you eventually will get burned. Mm. But I think they're gonna take my advice and try to prevent it from being a one possession game. If it's a one possession game again, I think Team Chosen may beat them. I just can't see a team continue to do that right. and continue to win. Right. You know what I'm saying? They need to put them away, put them away early. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and pick squad one by six because I, like, I just can't see them playing another close one like that and not win. So I'm going to go 76 to 70. 76 to 70. That's the score I had in my head when you said uh, a six-point win. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I also i am going to go with squad one. Um, I think it will be in the 70s as well. I'm going to go. I'm going to say they win by five. I'm going to say 77-72. And for the very reason that you mentioned, I think it's just going to be too much firepower. Squad one could possibly get off to a good start, but it's just too much talent on the side of the ball to overcompensate for. So I just don't think uh, – I don't think Team Chosen has uh, – the firepower to combat that. I think they have the chemistry. I think they definitely have the defensive fervor, but I just don't think they have the firepower to, to combat uh, what squad one is going to be dishing out. Now, if Marcus Hall is struggling, that could be a, that can pose a problem. If they're if squad one's not shooting the ball well, if they're inefficient uh, in a in a slow paced game, that's going to be a problem because I do believe the possession will slow down. I don't think it's going to be a track meet. I think this is going to be uh, a marathon per se. Um, but I, I got squad one winning. I'm going to go 77-72. I think, uh, I think at halftime, squad one probably up by three. And they just outscoring by two points in the second half. Yeah. Like I said, I, I agree. And like I said, unless it's a one-possession game. Yeah, if it comes down to it, they better be careful. Yeah. I can't see them keep team play a fire like that and not get burned. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, boot gang versus the Bullets. This is probably the more intriguing matchup. Um because I would probably set the line for squad one and uh <clears throat> and uh, team chosen. I'll probably set it uh I I'll give I say squad one's a three point favorite. Now for this one, I'm gonna say and I guess it's all contingent on who shows up. I'm going to say squad one sorry, not squad not squad one. I'm gonna say the bullets win. I'm going to say they win. I think this will be high scoring. Uh, I'm going to say 95 to 91. 95, 91. <clears throat> my mind and my heart tell me two different things. Mm-hmm. My mind's telling me boot gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, extremely talented. Can play fast, can play slow, can shoot, can handle do everything heart tells me the bullets because it's their time to get over the hump uh, we've kind of seen they kind of got rid of the moniker same old bullets we haven't mentioned that all season but the way their season ended they were same old bullets mm-hmm. but with that being said Close games, adversity, either builds character or it breaks you. I think with this group, it's going to build character, especially if they've been together as long as they have. So, 
I'm gonna go with my heart. I just gonna do this. I'm gonna go with my heart and pick the bullets. And I'm gonna go 89 to 85. Even with all that talent that Boot Gang has, I'm gonna still go bullets here. Go with my heart. 89, 85. I think they're the hungrier team. They're the team that wants to be in the final. Who who's showing up for a boot gang? Do we know yet? <clears throat> um, to my knowledge, all seven guys. Mm. Okay. So, to my knowledge. And we know bullets. Everybody's coming for this. Yeah. Everybody be there. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on to our next uh, topic. I think we got a special guest coming in. There we do. Special guest coming in. All right. We got a special guest in the building. We got. Jerron Sweat. How's it going, sir? Pretty good. Myself, Ken. Pretty good, man. Hey, man. So, you guys you got a big game coming up. Uh, semifinal matchup against your quote-unquote rival. We'll, I don't know. This is the thing. With this yeah. league, when you lose... First, yeah. Who did I say? You said they were their rival. Who? You, you want to talk about squad one, were you? We no, I'm talking about book game. We oh, got like three rivals. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. so, with this league, with this league... It has to be an even matchup. Like the the score had the 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 matchup had to be fifty fifty for it to be considered a rival here. Because if anybody has one up on you, they're gonna say, "Oh, this ain't no rivalry. We 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 didn't beat them. We didn't smash them." They all the everyone says the same thing. Squad one doesn't think you're a rival, and according to their metric, boot gang wouldn't require y'all to be a rival because <laughs> for the most part they've dominated y'all. So, I mean, you got the win last time, ninety to eighty. Now you matched up with them again. They've cost y'all in the past. Uh, with with the semifinal matchup because you guys were supposed to match up with Squad One last season, but yeah. that didn't happen, and uh, you, you you matched up with them early. So now with the team that's been in your way for the last two seasons, how do you like your matchup against them? Well, the thing about Boom Gang is I've seen them on some nights when they haven't played us this season, and they've had some guys that I thought you know make them a pretty. Uh, good championship contending team. Mm-hmm. So it all, I, I say it all depends on who shows up, but even if they do, uh, Bullets on our best night, if we can shoot the way we did in our last maybe two games, uh, I think we, we got a good chance anybody to, uh, to to get that dub. So like I said, it depends on who they bring in, and um, yeah, we're just going to bring our best game. That's, that's all we really focus on. We don't know they're bringing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we <laughs> no. never know. Yeah. But I will say this. Your particular team, Bullets, for some reason, out of all the teams, has been in other teams' mouth more than uh, the others for whatever reason. Right. Right. For whatever reason. Uh, as a competitor, this season, why do you think you're you have been the topic of some of the other teams? And would it be pretty bittersweet if you kind of, especially after what happened in last year's playoffs? We'll have to pull it off this year. Uh, it would be definitely sweet to pull it off. I mean, in the year, you know, me and Larry, we've been down since you know for a few few years now. Twenty eighteen, at least. At least twenty eighteen, exactly. Yeah. So um, that would just be icing on the cake to get a championship. As far as why we're in teams, miles, I'm, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but um, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So you know, they, <laughs> they want to keep it interesting and uh, keep talking about us. We always wait up to play everybody um, that waits up to play us. So I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Now, let's talk Legacy Sweat. Uh, we've had this discussion before. You could have been the first player to win three championships on three different teams. Uh, but we fell short 
I don't know why I always bring this up. We fell short that yeah. one season with five guys. Uh, we all know what happened. Ray screwed us. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, winning multiple championships, what do you think that does for your legacy? Because I don't have it in front of me, but I think you're pretty close to 2,000, 1,000. You're very close, if not already there. Yeah. Um, you know, rings is really what matters, I think. I've I just been wanting one for at least the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and Larry coming so close with last season. And like you said, the, the, the five-guy season with Jeff caught cramps. A couple guys didn't show up. <laughs> so, I mean, Jeff. just to be so close so many times and then not get it, and it's always some kind of excuse. I mean, I know Larry is sick of it. So am I. So it'll, it'll definitely mean something to us to, to, to get a ring this time around. I agree. Well, yeah. you have the one with the Lions. Uh, we have, you have two of the Lions, actually. Um, some might say, I don't need to mention any names, some might say you're a product of them and that's, the, that's, that's your ceiling. Uh, you haven't proven yourself to win a championship without them. Um, what, what would you say to the, the naysayers that don't believe that you're able to win it on your own? Well, um, speaking of Alliance, speaking of uh, you know, Kings of the North, those two franchises, I've probably learned the most by mm-hmm. playing with those guys. Mm-hmm. Probably since as far back as 2016. So I appreciate you recognize I'm kind of a product of that. I've learned a lot from them, whether it be trying to score on TB. He's a great defender. Mm. Um, just, you know, Gino, when he plays with them, they, a lot of them bring overseas knowledge and expertise. Um, but, you know, as far as getting out and getting on my own, that's really why I broke away. Because, you know, I won those two championships playing with them. And, you know, maybe I had one or two 30-point games playing with them, but it's like wasn't really needed. You right. play with guys that are really good. So just to kind of get out and get it on my own, um, they would definitely mean something. I won't say on my own because, you know, we got Johnny and Reed. And well, when I say on your own, I mean. But yeah, away from Away them. from them. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll it, it, be something. You had, well, Larry's done it already. He won with uh, Lake yeah. Houston Live. Yeah. Now, um, let's talk NBA Finals. This will be the last segment. Now, the season, I mean, the series is now 3-2 to two Warriors. I predicted the Warriors would win in seven. Um, I still believe that's going to happen. I think Boston is good enough to win game six, but ultimately lose the series. Uh, if they don't, that would be a major collapse on their part. Who do you have winning the series and why? Um, first of all, from a sports betting standpoint, I would love to see it go seven games because that's more parlays like a play. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> I'm absolutely with you on that. <laughs> Outside of that, um, I don't think anybody should have had Boston beat in Golden State just because Golden State's been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Boston is respectable, but they're a younger team. It's, it's, a, it's a moment. Now it's getting down to the last two games. You're mm-hmm. down one. And, that's not something that you just easily overcome. So I got Golden State pulling out, whether it be six or seven games. They got to worry about game six, Clay. You know, he could possibly yeah. go off of 40 or 50. He's coming. Game yeah. six, Clay is coming. It's about that time. So um, I will put my final dollar on Golden State, definitely. Finals MVP? Um, Steph better get 30 points or something, or it's going to go to Andrew Wiggins. <sighs> That's going to be tough. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm with you on that. He said two monster games back to back. Steph, let me tell you, bro. You can't have another game like you had last night. You can't have a subpar game where you score 24. He needs, he needs 30 or 40. He needs, yeah, he needs 30 or 40 to put the stamp on it like, hey, this is mine. But at the same time, that could hurt him because he could shoot himself and the Warriors right out of a championship. Yeah. So he better be careful. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. we appreciate the time, man. Good luck next week. Appreciate well, it. Well, good, right. ne- good luck tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow right, yes, sir. <laughs>All right, time for our favorite segment in the news. We have three topics, uh, one in each one. Starting with sports, really nothing else to talk about besides the NBA Finals. 
All right, so the Durham Golden State Empire. Warriors. Say it again. I don't. I don't care. Shout out to Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> All right. Um, so the Golden State Warriors now take the lead, three games to two. Uh, the good thing is our next podcast, we will be able to recap right. the champion. Right. Possibly. 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 Right. Well, no, we'll be able to recap the champion because game seven will be on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yes. So we don't know if we're going to do the podcast Friday or next week. Yeah. We're still unsure. Yeah. A lot can go down. We don't know. We'll see. Um, is the series over now? Uh, the, the Warriors went up 3-2. Since they're playing Boston in Boston, no. And uh, this the only thing that kind of makes me nervous about Boston right now uh, really is this is the first time they've lost two games in a row mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Uh, they've been they'll lose one and then they'll win one or win the next two or whatever mm-hmm. this has kind of been the whole playoffs and so they've been able to fight the reverse they beat the defending champs in the Bucks then beat the East favorite in um, the Heat and now you know they're facing the juggernaut there's the Golden State Warriors and they jumped on the 2-1 they did lose the last two uh, the game in game four in Boston hurt them I think a lot they, sh- they that was one they really need to win to kind of put. They lost quite a few games in Boston. Yeah, and so that's what doesn't make me nervous about it in that sense that they can pull out a win in Boston for Game Six. Uh, but at the end, they they have to have the biggest thing that's hurting them right now because I think they do a lot of things well. And I told a buddy of mine this earlier. They they play great defense, so they're always gonna be in the game because they play great defense, uh, team defense. Uh, you know, yeah, not individual defense. Yeah, it's individual sometimes. But for the most part, they play good team defense. Uh, they rebound well. They have size. They match up well. They knock down threes. So the problem really is now, though, is turnovers. That's and, the number one problem. And the turnovers are come from, at the end of the day, they do not have a real point guard. They don't. You know, uh, and which is unfortunate because they've had some of the best point guards in NBA history come through Boston. Uh, and you know who that would be nice to have right now? Yeah, Rondo. Rondo. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be the perfect guy. Is he not? Yeah, he would be perfect. The guy. perfect for guy them. for this. Yeah, for them. Yeah. And I thought about that on the way here. I said, man, if only if the Celtics had Rondo. Yeah. They'll be in really good shape. Yeah. They probably would have won the series already. Yeah, and that's the only thing they're missing right now. They just need a, somebody to settle them down. Settle them down. Take some of the ball handling duty away from Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Tatum, and your guy. Marcus Smart. <laughs> Marcus they don't need to handle the ball 90% of the time. They need to be set up a lot more. What would Marcus Smart's value be if they had a guy like Rondo? I mean, he could just play defense and spot and shoot threes. He can't shoot threes. But, he but, cannot. But, again, that would be, he'll be able to do that instead of having to create and look to create. Look, Marcus Smart played 40 minutes last night. I think he only had two assists. You know, so He's the point guard. And that's who they're the facto point guard. It really is point guard by – Whoever committee, yeah, by committee, you know what I'm saying. I see Jace Taylor bringing up a lot. I see Jalen Brown bringing up a lot. It's just tell you who I don't want bringing up the ball, Jalen Brown. Yeah, he he's a hundred percent tunnel vision. Yeah, like it drives me crazy. It's like, bro, he'll bring the ball to the top. He'll go full speed, do something stupid every time. I don't think anything good is gonna happen when he's going a full head of steam with the ball. If he's running without the ball. Good things always happen. Right. 
Right. But when he's running with the ball, I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to do something stupid. Right, right. And so I just think that they can do it. Um, they have to win game six. Obviously, they have to win game six because, I mean, they lose. It's an elimination game now. Uh, yeah, Officially so, elimination games. Uh, but, I mean, they, it's not like this isn't their first time. <laughs> They've dealt with this in, in multiple of the series. They beat Brooklyn. They swept Brooklyn in the first round, who came into the season as the number one mm-hmm. team, the betting favorite to win it all. So, I, I just think that if they could just have a good fourth quarter, which is, for them, it'd be important if they got a lead in the fourth quarter already. They leave out the third quarter with like a nine, ten-point lead, that would be huge for them. Um, that way they don't have to – because it's just like they don't run any good offense in the fourth quarter for whatever reason. They don't run good offense, period. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. I think they're playing too slow. They got to find a way to kind of pick up. Because you see, Gold State, what they realize is – they're having a hard time scoring in the half court against Boston. Golden State actually runs sets, though. That's the thing. Okay, Udoka, he has the mentality for Boston. That's what they were missing. They were soft. You know, they didn't play hard enough. But Brad Stevens had the X's and O's. He had, they actually ran sets to a fault because the system didn't work as much. Uh, definitely didn't work with Kyrie because Kyrie debunked the system. Yeah. Um, and they just didn't – and like you said, Yudoka – the thing that's good about Yudoka is that the players respect him. Yeah. I felt like with Tatum and Brown, they didn't respect him. They just yeah. didn't. And the Stevens, yeah. Yeah, they just didn't respect him. So that's why uh, his system, they couldn't buy into it because they looked at him like – they're going to always look at him like he's a college coach. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, they're in a lose-lose situation. I think them pushing Brad Stevens to the, to the front office was a bad idea. Maybe you could have kept him on the sidelines. But, again, they wanted to, quote, unquote, promote him. And not make him – it would be a demotion if they move him to assistant coach right. and, and hire Yudoka. Right. So it would be more insulting than, you know, encouraging. So I can understand that. But you can use a guy like Brad Stevens right now to run some sets because they're not running sets. Right. And that's the problem. It's all iso ball. It's all transition. Transition is great because when – like you said, when they, it's a fast-paced game, they're good. Yeah. And they probably need to do more transition. They need to get stopped and then just push the ball. That would go say does. Like when, when, yeah. when Boston locks in, they have a hard time scoring on Boston – they just try to push the ball. Yeah. Then you'll see Draymond just get a rebound and just go. Yeah, but 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 the but the Warriors can run sets. So they can run sets though. Boston for whatever reason they can. Yeah, just looks like they're struggling can. right now. Um, so I mean, especially when Marcus Smart is the guy trying to run the. Uh, offense. I mean, at the end of the day, that's so the biggest problem. They don't have a real point guard. I just be watching them sometimes. I'm like, who the hell was that? Th- who was that pass to? Yeah, yeah. I spent that pass on baseline at the time only tried to make a burn cut, and he, yeah, he just yeah. I don't know. Guys don't even be there. It, so, I, but again, I'm hoping to go seven. I'm hoping that they play well through yeah. three. That way, they don't have to really lock in in fourth quarter. Yeah, and you know they can just kind of cruise. I hope they go seven too. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. Shout out to shout out to Sweat. You're right. We 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 need to go seven for yeah. betting betting purposes. Yes. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more. I want to put in before y'all. You know, before y'all call it a season. All right. Um, let's move on to music. Uh, dramatic. Uh, the game is dropping an album this month. We don't know when. Right. Um, I think I don't know. So I'm not sure how this goes with Apple Music because a lot of times Apple Music they have the list and coming soon, and you can kind of see when it's coming out. They have a release date. Game is withholding the release date. So does that mean it won't be coming out to Apple, or is it only going to be Spotify or Tidal, or how does that work? You, it's kind of weird because you know it was a big deal with the the. Streaming wars, mm-hmm. but we kind of got away from that where everybody's been dropping on all, all uh, 
streaming systems so it, it it really has been an issue probably the last three years but i know that was a big deal when like title first dropped and they had exclusive stuff with certain people on it um but you haven't heard anything about that recently now kanye kind of threw a wrench in it when he did that donda 2 stuff but i don't know how many people actually would have hopped on that stem player when it when it bought that i never heard of donda 2 because i wasn't gonna chop on that stem player and spend 30 dollars or whatever the hell it was sorry yeah sorry kanye but <laughs> I'll never so know. I'm, I'm not sure what the game is doing. Uh, but I'm assuming it'll drop on all platforms because I definitely think he probably has the rights to everything. That's yeah. probably why he probably just didn't release it. Um, so my question, uh, not yet. Uh, it's about to start. Um, my question is, what the potentially? Where do you think this album that he has? Because we don't have any idea. Uh, you know, when it's coming out, or a single, anything. Right. Uh, potentially, where do you think this album could rank out of uh, all his albums? Because Born to Rap, I have it right up there in the top three. I thought That's the one good. he dropped in 2019 was really, really good. Um, I thought Jesus Peace pretty good. Jesus Peace, just yeah. top three. Yeah. Documentary. Eh, I wasn't really a fan of the documentary. Actually, I didn't really jump on. Classic, that's what they say. It's, I mean, it is. I listen to it. I like it. Uh, but it's not like one of them. I don't think it's top three, just in my opinion. Uh, he had documentary 2.0. Right. He had uh, 1992. I like that one. 19, he, had a couple, he had a nice freestyle on that one. Yes. Yeah. The 92 bars? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. yeah he uh, That one, I would actually put on my top three. So I, that's how I have it. I have... I have... Uh, What's the one you said first? Uh, Jesus Peace, number one. Number two, I'll say 1992, and then I put Born to Rap at three. That's mine for the game. The rest of them, they were okay. I just, I, I. And see, so that goes against most, that's unconventional, because most people would probably say documentary. Documentary, yeah. Uh, Doctors Advocated. And, yeah. And, I don't know, maybe Jesus Peace. I didn't. I didn't really like the game in in at, like at first, the, in, in the 05, beginning. 06, 06. I thought he could rap, but you know what I mean. Like I wasn't like, man, that album. I, I'm jamming that album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything he's put out recently, I loved. Right. It's weird because 2016 on up. You know what it is? He has time pieces. So I think what those albums that Documentary and Doctor's Advocate, I think those are like time pieces. So people mm-hmm. kind of remember what they were doing when. Uh, how we do when dreams and all those songs were out. That first mm-hmm. album uh, and One Blood. One Blood. And, that's yeah. a classic, though. So those, so those songs that were on those albums, mm-hmm. I think, because I, I remember I was in college. Yeah. So I remember getting the album and listening to it in my dorm room. Well, no, I think I had an apartment by the time. I did. I had an apartment by the time. Yeah. I remember jamming it in my apartment uh, before I went and did hooped or before I went in on a date or whatever the heck I was doing when mm-hmm. I was in college. Uh, so sometimes with those albums, there's so much of time pieces that yes, they're they're a classic album, but it's hard for him to make anything after that. Yeah, it's gonna be better because of what that album did, particularly at that time for for you. So I think it's what people are running into with with uh, a lot of his albums. Uh, me personally, though, I do like Jesus Peace though. Um, Jesus Peace came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, you know what the cool about Jesus Peace was? I don't think nobody expected it to be that anything. good. Yeah. End up being really good. The, uh, no skips. Yeah. No yeah. skips. Um, I'm gonna give it to Documentary. Just like I said, it's a timepiece for me. Uh, I didn't like Doctor's Advocate as much as everybody else liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna probably get one of those uh, more recent ones. Born to Rap is pretty good to me too. Yeah. So, Classic. Yeah. And so I know it's kind of unconventional too, but I do have Dr. Mary in there. Okay. Um, 
So I'm I'm gonna be listening to it. I can't wait. I just need to know when and where. I, yeah. I have no idea. I just know it's this month. So I'll be looking forward to that. Now, uh, last one, movies. Um, stars is releasing a, a movie coming out called Super Cool. Yeah. Uh, they got Damon Wayne's son in there. Uh, Damon Wayne's Jr. Right. Easy name to remember. <laughs> um, I really don't know the other actors. Uh, Jake's Jake Short. Um. Uh, but I like it. Uh, yeah. We saw that. We just watched the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It, looks uh, it looks hilarious. Yeah. So, the concept is, dude dropped the ball on on his on his crush, and he wants a second chance. And his friend suggests that uh, you know he makes a wish at eleven eleven. I, first of all, I had no idea about that. I might try that. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a movie, but hey, you never know. Um, and then all of a sudden, he becomes cool. Yeah. And. His life changes. Right. So uh, it just looks like a wild movie. It just seems like one of those movies that's like, uh, I could, who, what could I compare it to? Uh, like a Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Old school. Old school. Something, something like that. What's the joint that uh, Superbad kind of has? Superbad. Yeah. That, that, that kind of feel to it. It's got it. that feel to it. So I, I'm, I'm liking it. Uh, I think it will be, I think it's going to be a good movie. I, I'm, a, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm going to watch it tonight. And uh, I have a review for y'all uh, next week. Um Definitely didn't see this coming. I didn't know uh, Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, was still making movies right now. I thought he was, you know, like kind of off the scene. I, I thought he came out really hard. Yeah, yeah. But you know, with all these different streaming services and uh, you know, movies just drop through the app that we don't even know about it. Like that was we found that we they didn't even show the trailer from the app. We had to go no. to YouTube and yeah, find actually, it. Yeah. And uh, and the trailer just looked super dope. That's what made it look good. So uh, it's an action comedy. Uh, came out this year. I think it just dropped actually. Uh, I don't know, a couple months ago maybe. Yeah. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe it dropped this week. I don't know because I got the email today. I think it might have came out this week. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Because I got the email today. That's when I seen it. So it says 2022. So um, you well, guys who, check who, it out. Who's, does it say who's director and executive producer is? Oh. Uh, is, is it? Directed by Tipo. Arrakis? Okay, I don't know how to say his name. But yeah, okay, here's the list. They've got Damon Wayans, Jake Short, Miles Harvey, uh, Madison Davenport, Odessa Azion, and Kira Kozarin. Okay. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's it looks like it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'll, I'll probably enjoy it. I, I, we'll let you guys know. Yeah, I'm going to check it out too. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm usually pretty here miss. Like, Kevin usually gets to the stuff before I do, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll probably yeah. I from the trailer I've seen, I kind of want to check it out. Oh, you know we? I did not. I almost forgot. Adam Sandler came out with a movie. Oh yes, the hustle. Hustle. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was I thought it was solid. I don't think it was better than Hidden Gems. No, Hidden Gems was a classic. Yeah, I thought it was going to be in that same ballpark. So, to, this is my thing. My critique with movies like this, like um, like Hustle. It's not a it's not a hard movie to do when you're asking everybody to be themselves right. around a star, an established star like Adam Sandler, um, Hernan Gomez. Heck, I would I would have never thought to pick him as a guy. <laughs> and let's be clear, y'all, Gomez. I mean, Anthony Edwards will destroy you. <laughs> like, come on, fool. Like, let's let's be real. Like, he would destroy you. But I I did like the movie. I would give it an eight just because. I mean, it didn't wow me. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's not a hard movie to make. Yeah, it's not a hard movie. But and then you have talent. Yeah. Around it. So when you have Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah, Latifah mm-hmm. we got talent with a pretty easy and predictable script. 
Yeah. You can make something out of it. So, yeah. uh, and that that was the main thing. Uh, I mean, you had, you put the talent with a good script, well, an easy script to write, and then you got basketball players playing basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not hard. Being themselves. It you look at the cast at the end, such and such, as himself. Yeah. Such and such, <laughs> as himself. Like, it's not hard to do. So, it was actually, uh, but I, I enjoyed it. Actually, I didn't know that was coming out. I didn't either. I, it's funny because I was uh, hanging out somewhere and it came on. And the place I was at, we had just finished watching the uh, one of the finals games, and so it came on. I'm like, "Oh, look, y'all watching uh, Hidden Gems?" Right. So I thought it was just Hidden Gems, and uh, no, they. So I, I think this movie just came out today, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna check it out when I got home." There, I checked it out when I got home. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was kind of predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, everything they kind of thought happened would happen. Yeah. Uh, but it was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well. Episode 164 in the books. Uh, we're going to wrap up our semifinals, and we got another week. We got the championship uh, matchup that we have no idea what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, live from an undisclosed location, um, Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis were out. <laughs>